Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 186 of the Jingame Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I am Tyler. And joining me, we have Justin. What's up, buddy? What's up? How you doing? Good. Long time Fantastic. no talk. Fantastic. It's been like 15 minutes since I talked to you last. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes since you went pee. Yeah. Via recording. <laughs> yes. Yes. How are you since then? I'm doing good. Okay. That's good. Gables, what's up, buddy? He's also here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm just feeling very good right now. Kind of tired, but I'm good. Fried green tomato. Some call the hills in your blade. <laughs> I prefer strong bangers. So, people, people that might not know, uh, we are doing uh, the game of the year stuff back to back. It is uh, currently 12.45 in the morning uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, so, it's a little late. Justin and I have been drinking for about five hours now. Um, <laughs> four yeah. plus, um, but we're doing pretty good. Otherwise, um, <laughs> last week we talked about uh, we did we did our uh, ten through six. Uh, this is part two of the game of the years, uh, game of the year for 2016. Tough year. Uh, it, it was it was a very tough year um, for picking for picking and life in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Harambe. One drink for Harambe. Mm. But uh, yeah, this week we're gonna do uh, five to one. Also honorable mentions. Uh, before we start, I'm gonna start with number five. But before we can do that, I'm gonna go through and just kind of people that listened last week, um, refresh your memories. What we picked. Uh, I'll start off with myself. Uh, I at number ten had Firewatch. At number nine was uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Number eight was Inside. Number seven was Ratchet and Clank. And number six was Gears of War 4. Uh, for Gables, he had uh, Battleborn number 10. At number nine was Firewatch. At number eight was Battlefield 1. At seven was Severed. At number six was Kirby Planet Robobot. And Juzzy had at number 10 Paper Mario Color Splash. Number nine was Severed. Number eight was Inside. Number seven was Battlefield 1. And number six was Titanfall 2. So that was 10 through 6. If you haven't listened to it yet, you fucked up because it's all been spoiled for you. But uh, still a good show. Recommend you check it out. Fun conversations in there. Um, you just miss all the fun surprises. Uh, once again, we do not know what each other's lists were. Uh, this is kind of a fun surprise for you guys. Blindfolded. And for us. Yeah, Justin actually has been blindfolded this entire time. He doesn't know he's actually been drinking my urine. This Where am time. I? I'm not cherry wheat. I see my Adams. Who are your face? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of what happened last week. Uh, jumping in to... My number five uh, game of 2016. Fuck, it's really hard. Uh, this might be uh, the. We're starting off with a bang. My number five game of the year this is, hurting. is Doom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one hurt. I knew it. It hurt a lot. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, Not really, but I feel like I knew it. So. Uh, <laughs> this is ironic. Yeah, so. Don't you think? Uh, 
man, fucking too ironic. Yeah. Uh, so, fuck, it's Doom, man. It, they took all the great things of Doom from Super Nintendo and Doom Two and all that, uh, and they brought it to 2016. They, PC power. And yeah, they, and the, the things they did on the PS4 and bring 60 frames per second and Fucking how and it amazing. looked amazing and it felt great it wasn't glitchy it wasn't buggy there was no real issues with it <clears throat> um it just they fucking nailed Doom. The music never stuttered. And the oh my god, so probably so probably the best music of the year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Doom was oh man, oh man, it's a fucking fantastic. <laughs> what a ride. Uh, I, I thought the, the the weapons were second only to Ratchet and Clank to me this year. Uh, the fucking. Just in space right super now. Super shotgun. The super Ringing shotgun is great. The grenade launcher when you get the <laughs> thing where you can lock on to three targets at once. Oh yeah, I love uh, that was one. great. Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking, it was so hitting it, the big tub of large. Yep. Uh, if you stopped, you died. Uh, just the constant, fast-paced movement of this game. It's uh, man, it's so good. And it, it 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 was. This game is borderline perfect, and that shows you how great of a year this was when it's number five on my list. Um, I thought the the story was great. Like the the first like opening sequence where like there's people like worshiping you, uh, and then there's like the uh, Mars invasion and progress thing going on. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. so goofy, but yet it's just it's it you take it seriously. It reminds me of time. Dead Space right there, where it's like uh, they kept saying some some anomalies have occurred. Yeah, it reminded me of that like, I love that though. It's like there's their own take on it. Yeah, with it, like the. Uh, yeah, what you said. It was almost like this. Demonic. Like, the, like yeah. Invasion. It was, it, yeah, it was just, it's just dumb, um, the story. But it's great at the same time. Like, I loved every, all of it. Um, and I just, I never really grew tired of any of it. Like, there's a couple no. points at the end where, like, I'm like, ah, this is a little much. There's just kind of onslaught of enemies, like, the last, like, 45 minutes. But, like, the boss battles were great. Uh, they're difficult, but not too difficult. Like, where I died a few times, but I, I felt like I was... Once you, it, was just, it was just learning the pattern of those bosses. Um, they just fucking they nailed everything that um, I wanted. And this is a, it was a game that a lot of us, I think it was fair to say, a lot of people were concerned about. This game was developed for a long time, and uh, the, the games that it had made before that, um, really since Doom Two, were not very impressive. Concerned, but very optimistic. Yeah, I mean, in the utmost way. Yeah, for uh, me. <laughs> same here. Like if they if they did what they did, I would be so happy if it was but I mean there was just there's a lot of concerns like they haven't made a Doom game in a decade and it yeah. wasn't very good that, that game and, and Doom 3 was like it was okay game but it was like it not was, a great Doom game it wasn't you know Doom I mean? at all it was it was a good game but it wasn't a good it was not a good Doom game yeah, yeah. it's like they yeah. tried to like just bring it to whatever level they thought they needed to bring it to and it just it felt off like it was it was still kind of a cool game mm-hmm but it was like, this is not the Doom that I remember. Yeah. Like, th- going forward. It's like, hey, this is a good game, but I don't want... This is not the game I want. Yeah. yeah. This, make uh, this like a side thing called, like, Hercules. Call it anything else but Doom. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, it's... But Doom, it, it's... Uh, God damn. This one was one of the hardest ones to place for me. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it was... It really is. It was, um... I fucking love this game. It's a shame it's at number five. It's a shame that any of these games on my list are at the numbers are at because I think these games are better than the numbers are at. 
Um, but yeah, my number five is uh, Doom, starting off with the bang. Uh, but moving on to uh, Gables, your number five, buddy. All right, mine would be Gone Home for the PS4. Ooh, it released earlier on this year, but at the yeah. same point, Gone Home is definitely those type of games, more or less in the veins of like Firewatch, where you can complete really in like a couple sittings if you really wanted to. The thing about what struck me about Gone Home in general is just the whole feel of how it really felt nostalgia in a way. A weird type of nostalgia. Really weird. Because you have basically everything set in like in the 1990s sort of vibe. You go forth and you explore as like one of these ladies and stuff like that and you get the control and uh, just ex- just exploring the her parents' house and like tracing, pl- placing things all together and stuff like that to figure out what exactly happened to this girl, why what's with her family and stuff like this it wasn't anything really confrontational it wasn't really anything like breakneck terrible but I felt that Gone Home like kind of brought like to like a really big positive message to like uh, in the point of view in the point of view of like some like a person or someone like that you wouldn't really get too much perspective from because there isn't a lot of like those type of characters inside video games that are portrayed in a positive light or even portrayed at all to be perfectly honest because they're not muscle bound dudes with fucking like power fantasy fetishes but uh <laughs> which is a good I think example that's hilarious <laughs> this game is such a uh personal relationship feeling to it that you feel for the character yes. that you're slowly discovering things about. Exactly. If it's not from the little things like exploring random things like lockers or your one of your siblings' rooms or even going to like one of your dad's studies or somewhere into the living room where you're finding these old TV guides that are showcasing all these random like TV shows that you used yeah. to that you used X-Files. to watch back in the 90s, like X-Files. That shit was so cool when I saw that. Oh, yeah, and even to put even more reminiscent things, like going to the room in general and then uh, seeing the Super Nintendo, yes. like, just all hooked up and all these random-ass Where's cards. Where's that and then game? You see these. <laughs> well, that's just the thing. A lot of those game covers and stuff were just made up and stuff because they don't want copyright things from yeah. Nintendo, obviously. But uh, <laughs> just checking out the pieces, uh, and yeah, just taking a little interdict. Yeah. <laughs> the little intricate details where you could check out the piece of paper that was around the room. You see those random Street Fighter combos and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was an awesome experience because it takes me back. It took me back personally to the times in the nineteen nineties where all this is going on. I mean, I was obviously a little bit younger at that point, but I still remember a lot of what was going yeah. on back then from the TV the- shows, from the way things were portrayed. From the arcade cabinets stuff, the video games at that point. Since my first exposure to Street Fighter was Street Fighter Two in the arcades with from like a pizzeria that I used to eat at before the business <laughs> went like out of business, you know. Wow. But that's the thing I yeah. liked most about my uh, number uh, five pick, though, is just the Dude. amount of stuff you can get out of yeah. it. There were there was even a magazine in that game. I remember very clearly. It's like April 1994. Like, 
a legend like died, like shot himself. Like there, like there was like, like uh, like Kurt Cobain in that fucking game. Oh, okay. Like, because like, this is such a good time to like capturing that time, and obviously yep. that that meant something to the person making the game or someone in the game. Like I saw that, I was like, oh my god, like that was just, well, that was crazy to me. Yeah, like, when it you felt think like about I was, it, like, like literally, I felt like I was in back in time. And it, it exactly. Felt, like, so weird, man. Like nostalgic. It felt a weird. Weird like that. way that I, I, I almost got obsessed with. Like I, I yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I mean, I was it's weird. It was like what, like I was like what six years old or something when Kurt Cobain like died and stuff like that. But at the yeah. same point, I remember that moment. I saw the news highlights and the you remember advertisements that shit flashing in your head. The oh memories. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, and that's just the thing that uh, few games are really doing really all too well and stuff. The exploration things where now they're starting to delve into how much detail you can cram to these nostalgic moments that some people may view as not that great or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe somebody that didn't grow up in the generation or some that a lot of these things were happening and occurring to, but for someone who's aimed and directly to, like, uh, to play this, meaning some of the older gamers or something like that going through this game the first time, it's like, yeah, you can go through it, like, in a couple hours if you want to, but if you spent the time getting to the detail of Gone Home, you will find a lot of adequate nostalgia feelings, yeah. a lot of great puzzles that you can actually go through and, and figure one by one. In a weirdly and, familiar yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, for me, anyways. Very strange. <laughs> So that's number five for me. Very cool. Very cool, man. Uh, well, Juzzy, you're number five. My number five is um getting some tomatoes here. No, here's number four. No, damn. Number five is actually like a great spot to be in. For real, uh, you don't get here because you're like you're not that cool. The Last Guardian. Okay. Um, I just beat this game, played through this game. This game is like to me, it is border. It's not a masterpiece. It's borderline masterpiece to me. Like it's, it, it, it. And the thing is, though, it's, it's actually like a super simple game. But like, what makes it so complex is like the relationship that you find as you're playing this game. And, and, and things that you might think are kind of, of a, a nuisance, gameplay-wise, you kind of respect because you see the whole picture of what's going on here. And uh, to me, that is super remarkable. Uh, it was very hard to place this game, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um you asked me tomorrow, it might be my number one. Like, there's things about it to me that keep it from me personally being number one. And those things are like, so so minimal though. They're like, okay, uh, like I, I kind of get what you're going for here with the puzzles. Mm-hmm. I get the puzzles. I, I figured that out a while ago. Uh, never once, so 
that I look look up a spot in this game like a guide. But a couple times, which I give this game complete credit to, uh, I also I felt like I needed to, <laughs> but I never I never did. Yeah, and it's like a personal like thing. Where I was like, I don't want to, and like, oh my god, it showed me this this beast, this beautiful creature, this cat, this dog, this flying thing with feathers, bird dog, bird dog. It, it's so much, yeah, it's so much of a dog. Is it? It's more like a cat, but it looks like a dog. Actually, a cat sometimes. It's like because of the layers. It it's so funny. It's so funny. It, it's such a it's such a beautiful game. I think everyone needs to experience. But like I had I I have trouble though believing that a lot of people out there would give this game a chance because of the game mechanics. Not not that that's not where it, put it on my list for me because of that. But that's like my uh, personally. I, I wish. Oh man, if if you could see. Give this game four hours, like even like for me an hour, but like for some people I could see like, uh man, if you could show them if they had enough patience, like like you do with like a new animal, uh this this game does such a good job of of uh, showing you and uh, presenting this creature, and and also the story that like is minimalistic. But like you, you feel it uh, through the, the way that Trico, uh, which you, which uh, you as the main character call this animal, or that's its name, I don't know, but it ends up that's it's called that's Trico. my name. Yeah, like it, it listens to you. Yeah, like it is like you are it's or it's your dog calling you to it, and like basically, not to spoil anything, but oh my. My God, the things I feel like this game uh, uh, made possible, and the things I think that this game uh, showed you, was was absolutely incredible. Like it was, it it's actually very hard to put this game at number five. Like I'm gonna say that again. Like, uh, why do you put number five then? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, but I feel like I'll have good answers for you later on. But like. It could be because I played it the most recently, but like the things, the things that this game, like, uh, it's hard to talk about this game. The things that this game did uh, visually with like the lighting throughout the whole game, and like to me, like I saw it kind of subtly change, and I saw like kind of like a foreshadowing of things to come. It actually, it actually surprised me because I, I thought I knew, I thought, story-wise, I, I thought I knew, okay, I, I get it. I thought I knew what was going to happen. And it, and it actually turns out that I didn't know. And I'm so glad for that because if it would have been beat for beat what I thought was going to happen, it would have been, like, dis- more disappointing to me. Like, but the fact that, like, actually, like, Maybe I foresaw some other things, but like things in the game made me think other things. It like led me astray. I give the game props to that. Like almost like I lost like faith. Almost like I lost faith in this creature, who I needed, who I needed, who I depended on, 
And uh, then again, I realized, why did I ever like doubt you? That is incredible to me. And like, damn it. Like the only thing that doesn't make it a masterpiece to me is like some of the, like, not the controls. Because I think the parts where you're controlling or trying to tell Trico what to do and what you kind of see fit, I think those actually uh, slowly progress well. But the parts that I felt like I was like, ugh, was where towards the end, I got to jump onto this one little thing. I did all these things over and over again. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to be there, but like this game is crazy, and uh, apparently I was supposed to be there. And uh, I tried jumping onto this thing over and over again, like four or five times. Like it, like the controls failed me. Maybe it's because I'm so nervous in the game, like not because of me playing it, because of how they wanted you to feel, but I don't feel like that was the case in these specific parts. That I'm speaking of. If I talk to you one on one, you probably know what I'm I talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but besides that, oh my god! Like this, ugh, this game is incredible. It's my number five. Yeah. And and like, it it could tie with number one, as probably as well as the other ones on my list. But I I had to put it there because. It's so close to reaching perfection to me. Yeah. In my honest, in my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, mm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number five, guys. All right. The Last Guardian. Thank you, Teller, for letting me play that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm, glad. I'm happy. I got to play that game and beat it before the year was over. I'm happy about I'm, that. I'm, yeah. I'm enthralled about that. Yeah. Like, that is so I saw you beat it, and I was super me. excited, and I was... I was excited slash concerned about what, whether, whether this was going to make your list and where it would be. <laughs> so I'm happy it even made your list. Dude, um, it's... It's a game that people, I mean, can easily... I feel like I mean, this is a game that people can easily hate. Um, which, it, unfortunately. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of problems with that game. And it's a game that people, I think, can easily love. I, 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 don't, I don't know if there's much... There's, of there's way more love for the hate, though. Yeah. Like, uh, in the game, to if, me. If it's, not everybody, it's not a game for everybody, but the people that maybe like those kind of games... I don't feel like there's much of a middle ground between. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. I think it's either going to be a love never, or hate I, kind of thing. Yeah, I've never played a game quite like it. Yeah, I've played like okay. I, I play games like okay. I can climb this big giant creature. Yeah, but like where you like that is the main focus, mm-hmm. and like they're not scared to like just say that's the game, but try to go here and try to like try to figure this thing out. Like that—that yeah. that is where it's like it, it like been like it crosses that line of like, holy fuck to me. Yeah. And that almost feels like it should be my number one when I talk about it. Yeah. But goddamn, like it's a good, I, it's, it's, a good uh, year. It, it's such a good year. And it's yeah. a thing. It's like it's it's up there. Yeah. yeah. Like it. <clears throat> damn it. Any other year, some like inside would be my game of the year, maybe. So I mean, yeah, that was a good of a year. I think this game is this year's been. Um. But uh, jumping into Ooh. cables, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Right, sorry, our, our uh, we actually our headphones came up on there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry if you said anything. Uh-huh. Sorry, we couldn't hear you. Uh, do you have anything to say though, cables? Oh no, no. Continue on. 
right, um, to number four. So yeah, jumping into number four, uh, my number four. It gets harder as we go. Um, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> just, you, you, yeah. You just gotta go with it. Oh man. Oh, if you can, if you can. Ah, oh, fuck me. Um. My number four is uh. <laughs> fuck! It hurts so bad. <laughs> I know so what you mean, man. It's painful. Um, I know. Oh, tough. God. A tough year. God damn it. God damn For it. me. I just gotta say it. It's Hyperlife Drifter. Fuck! Um, oh, man. <laughs> I... It's a perfect game. It's... it's. it's I want to play that it's game. It's fucking... It's so... God. I will, I will play that game for the years over next year. God damn it. This game is so fucking good. It, it pisses me off. That came out in 2016. Uh, oh. This, it's, one of those. We were spoiled this year. You're not uh, mad for putting there. You're mad for that it's there. Yeah. Um, I got you. Because this... Like I said, Insight might be a game of the year any other year. Hyperlight Drifter might be a game of the year any other year. And, and I, I like this. It's so. Oh my god, damn it! Fuck this goddamn year. Um, luckily, we got less than twenty four hours left of it as a recording. Um, Sounds like a good year for Nintendo to not be there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for next year. Yeah. Um, so Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, it's the the sound, the music, the look. It's fucking perfect. Um, oh, wow. The story that's that, that what's there of it, and what you can figure out of what's going on, is really good. Uh, the, the, the actually finding out about the development where the guy actually has a heart ailment, and they kind of base the game off like the, the main character off of him a little bit, and just kind of built the game about that, about dealing with the uh, you know, like kind loosely of, based off of him. Yeah, and just kind of that was his inspiration for this game, and the character sick and just trying to. Uh, you know, make things right and just you know, whatever uh, with this game um, throughout this, this, the story of this game. But um, the world is is weird, but amazing at the same time. Where it's just like a lot of weird shits going on. There's just giant skeletons. There's giant fucking creatures, and there's just these weird frog things. There's bodies everywhere. It's just this world is in ruins, and you don't really understand why. And there's exploring the world and figuring out things. The more you explore, the better this game is. The the world wise, I mean, um, but the gameplay, it's like it takes some of the best stuff. I think about Dark Souls and the Bloodborne and all that, and it does like it puts it in like the world of uh, like Link to the Past, oh. where uh, it's got the top down <laughs> elements and even some of the some of the kind of art design uh, of some things. Uh, kind of reminds God you. Damn it, Tyler! You sold me. It, it's uh, yeah. I, it's something. Um, <laughs> it, we're like some of the, like I said, are some of the art designs kind of reminds me of Link to the Past. Um, you can't help it. Yeah, and Link Between Worlds, but like the combat uh, is very reminiscent of like a Dark Souls, where it's just like your main things are rolling, and then you got like uh, you got your main attack with like a like a this with a sword. And then you also have a gun you can use, but there's also different weapons you can you can find different guns like a shotgun. You can find like a, a huh. long, more long distance one, and it's more it's more like the side thing than like the obviously the sword does more damage in this game. But and there's upgrades you can do to help improve things uh, like you can reflect bullets back at people, or you can like dash at them and it reflects the shots too. Um, but it's just one of those games where like 
every battle you got in was not easy and it was a test. Meaningful and... Yeah, like, it just wasn't... There was no cakewalks in this game. Everything oh. was, like, you had a... You couldn't it's just, like... It's like you're fighting against something. Yeah, and it wasn't like you could just, like, kind of lollygag around. Like, here's, like, a, a six enemies you're going to fight through. Like, no, you got, like... Like, you're going to see a lot of the same enemies over and over again, but it never... It always felt different every single time. Yeah. Because, like... Because of the kinda, situation. Yeah, it's very situational where, like, you kind of had an idea what they're going to do, but, like, there's so many different, like, uh, like, chains of enemies that are fighting you. It's like, oh, shit, I got to deal with this guy, and this, like, this guy can do this thing, and this guy can do this that thing. That reminds me of a severed for a second. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. This is the way you're saying that. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, it's just kind of, like, dealing with all that. Like, it's just every fight is different. Um, and cool. there's, uh, there's so many, like, secrets you can find. The biggest complaint I have is just, like, some of the best parts about the game is hidden and that's what I mean like finally like, oh. finding some of the side stuff it's, there's no like hidden cues that's there it's just like accidentally it's literally just you like the only way to find a lot of this shit is like without looking it up it's just you walking every grid walking up against the side of the, of the wall and that sometimes that's not going to find you everything that's the way you're going to find a lot of the stuff really uh, it's just, there's no like cue that there's something here some, some stuff there is but majority of stuff there isn't um, and uh, the map isn't very good for as far as like uh, you think that's just flaw. That's probably the only flaws I have. Yeah. Um, and they're very. I mean, that's super nitpicking because I don't typically go for the, like a hundred percent kind of thing. But yeah. Um, I just love that. Like I said last week, talking about like best moments. Like this game challenged me. Like I have never felt challenged before as a gamer. And about, you actually cared about the challenge. Yeah, and it was just like I was challenge where I was like I was getting angry I put the game down I come, but I'm like I don't want to play this game anymore and then I go back the next day and I play it I get, I get a little bit this game it, you just felt you got a little better every single time you got cool. a little smarter and it was it's you I, wake up it's like a whole different game yeah uh, and it, it's to me that. what a game should be where it's just like you're here's the here's the hard game works and we're not gonna like we're not they're not even really giving you anything. You're just you're just learning how to play the game better. Yeah. And it's not like things. It's not a, like you learning the rules of a broken game. It's like here's 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 some really we only do a few things, but they're really good. They focus on them quite a bit, uh, and you're just you just can get better at it as you play. And that's what it is. Um, it's not a very long game. Uh, you maybe beat it in six hours, six eight hours, maybe less if you're really good at it. Um, I fucking adore this game. Uh, like I said, it's number four, and it pisses me off it's number four. Uh, <laughs> it should be higher. Um, uh, it's a hard year. Yeah, it's a like tough year. Um, but yeah, my uh, number four is... Uh, fuck me, man. Hyper Life Drifter. Uh, Gables, uh, you're number four, buddy. Fire Emblem Fates, Birthright. Okay. <laughs> Hell well, yeah. Well, really isn't... Well, coming really is like no surprise to like uh, everybody here and stuff. I pretty much like my Fire Emblem games. <laughs> I do like the Fire Emblem games since like playing through Awakening the past couple years ago and stuff. But this one was sort of special in a way where everything that you did and like uh, progressed throughout that game kind of felt a little bit more special from the characters you'd meet from the game like aspects and new things that you would go through and being as this is a part of like a three chapter sort of like uh 
epic tale of telling and stuff like that. Fire Emblem Fates in general is like overall a fantastic game from beginning to end. You're constantly going through experimenting with new classes. You're going through experimenting with like uh, different types of character support things. And quite literally, if you play any single one of these Fire Emblem games, whether it be Birthright or Conquest or like Revelations and stuff, it is an, almost an entirely different type of experience as it is from the pre like each individual ones. So when I played through Birthright, it was just basically how I would play after Fire Emblem Awakening, when things are not as difficult, but at the same point, it's uh, enough a challenge to where I can actually finish the game and enjoy it without having too much left to like uh, you know left to the imagination. But uh, <laughs> I can't really go on too much in definite because, quite honestly, I've played the game and beaten it so long ago that I've almost like forgotten some bits and pieces of what uh, even the story elements or even some of the character things. I do know that. Uh, <laughs> well, I do know that I put like around around fifty or so hours into the game itself and really enjoyed it. And well. Pretty much that's it for my number four. <laughs> Very cool, man. Yeah, I, I pretty proud about that game too. Um, I remembered it. Yeah, I remember you playing it. But yeah, like, as far as like thinking back about this, I yeah. think I that's beat pretty, it. It's, always... it's a crazy year for that too. Like to think, of, oh, that yeah. came out this year. We had solid yeah, games all yeah. from January Seriously. through fucking on, December. Ran- on random consoles. Yeah, most of them Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Be honest. That's pretty true. Be and be yeah. perfectly honest, I think I beat this game back around May or something like that, or June or something, and I've yeah. almost completely forgotten that I've beaten that game. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's it, time is weird. Yeah. Um, my number four. This <laughs> is a hard place. One of the places too. Uncharted four. Um. I. Tried. I borrowed the trilogy, the Uncharted collection. Yep. And I got like so okay, okay amount of distance inside of Uncharted One. But like, I, I don't think it, it holds up at all. Unfortunately, I can see that. Yeah. Like, some things do in it. Like I, I ran to like glitches and weird things. <laughs> like oh my god, I can't play this anymore. I can't. I can't take it seriously <laughs> for what I thought Uncharted was. What I've heard about it, and I I played the first five minutes of the second one, and it was like climb up this train that's hanging off a cliff, and I know that's totally like rad to like people like, but like I don't know what it was at the time. I couldn't get into it. Like it's like, oh my god! I feel like I just want to actually do something like in a video <laughs> game. I gotta push X every once in a while on the stupid fucking train off the get go. But the story was cool happening. I'm not gonna lie, I liked it. But I I couldn't finish it playing. That's a lie. I I should have finished playing it. I didn't give it as much of a chance that I should have. But I skip all. This, pretend those never existed. <laughs> I played Uncharted Four. Uh, for the PS4, and I played. Let's see, Naughty Dog made last game was Last of Us. Yep. 
I fucking love that game. Yeah. I feel like I actually like this game more than that game. I know, I know. And I don't really have many complaints with Last of Us. But but I feel like this I think overall like nailed many perspectives of this like crazy it's like realistic story like slash crazy adventure. Like I think it like yeah, Last of Us is awesome not because it was like really fun to play through. I totally get that. But I think if I had to choose like The Last of Us over Uncharted 4, it'd be really hard to pick. But I might pick Uncharted 4 just because of like this this thing this thing be- between the brothers that like in the story and like I I honestly like related to that like where like you have this older brother who's like he's he's really smart he's doing things you know that aren't right yeah all the time yeah and you and you're kind of like going along with it and i think it connected with me biasly on a on a personal level or like this reminds me of my older brother sometimes and uh that wasn't the only reason i i picked this game for what it was uh i think uh, graphically, uh, they do things with, uh, like obviously from Last of Us, like they know how to make a game look amazing yeah. on on PS whatever it is. Yeah, they, they like it's actually insane. It. Yeah, like don't get don't even I'm not gonna fuck with you. Like <laughs> like I I'm a I was a I was like kind of like doubting it a little bit just because almost like I wanted to. But when I actually played this game, I was I was like actually amazed by how it looked, uh, how how the gameplay, unlike from what I experienced in my short time with like one and a little bit of two, <laughs> it felt actually really really polished, and like you know what this game actually feels really good like they got it right yeah, um, like. I kind of want you guys to ask me questions about this. It's one of those games where, like I want you to ask me questions because like. There's there's things in this game that are like, like just they're okay. There's something in this game where it's like that was so fucking awesome. Like that's so cool. You surprised me. Like with the like not even the brother story, but like there's so many things with that. Don't like underestimate that the whole brother thing going on. Yeah. And like the the uh, man, there's some shit in that. But, like, there's things that surprised me, like, where I thought I, like, kind of like Last Guardian, where, like, I kind of thought I knew what was happening. And maybe I was, like, I was, no, not maybe. I was, like, surprised and kind of, like, wowed by. Like, it might have been, like, an easy fix for them in some parts. Yeah. But, like, it still wowed me because, like, I allowed it to. Like, I was, like... I was so thinking that the story was going this other way. And, uh, just the way, the way, it just impressed me. It, it really made me feel like, you know what, these, these, these people that make this game, the way that, I don't even want to think about, like, the nuts and bolts of things. Because, like, this game is so much more than that. Because they, they want you, I just, I just felt like it was such a, a polished game that was, like, so out of left field for me, and uh, man, I, I 
wholeheartedly respect this game. I love this game. I I wish everybody would at least try this game. Yeah, if you have a PS4, you should try it. Just please, seriously. Yeah. Um, comes with the game it's a console nowadays. That's I'm glad. Yeah. Because like this game has things in it that are like very important, I think, to video games, and I think they're very important to like actually like weird American staples. Yeah. <laughs> I think they nail it. I, I like I feel like I told you before, I think this game is like the ultimate uh adult personification of the Goonies. In, in a weird way. Yeah. I that's like, good that's good analogy there. Yeah. Like I, I feel like there's callbacks to it that are so respectful. Like I feel like I maybe it's just me because I know the Goonies so well, like I'm just seeing things. But I feel like there's things in it like Oh, you you fucking know the Goonies right here. <laughs> like, that kind of thing? Yeah. Like, where I just, like, God damn it. There's things that happen in this game, and there's, like, God, the way it looks is so impressive. I honestly, it's, like, it's almost unbelievable to me. Yeah. Well, honestly, I told, I told my girlfriend I was playing, I was like, look at this, look at this, <laughs> look at that. We were inside this crazy, like, ups, like, rotted fucking old mansion from like 300 years ago yeah and like I was like oh my god do you see the detail there in the picture you can't tell me that these people did not put their heart and soul and love into this game and, it, yeah. and it's honestly and it, in the games in such a way that it could be overlooked like that if you did not stop and look you wouldn't notice that yeah that's where, like, everything changed for me, like, with Uncharted. <laughs> yeah. And, and in general, Naughty Dog. Like, whew, holy fuck. Yeah. I was impressed. That's, yeah. U- Uberly impressed. I, that's, of all the games you talk about this year, that was the biggest prize for me. You talk about games. I didn't think you'd like it. But yeah. I'm happy you did. I'm, I fucking, I'm going to buy it sometime. I rented it. I'm yeah. going to buy it. Yeah. I, I want to own that game. That's, yeah, I gotta it's say like that. I want it like in the library of weird games. Yeah, <laughs> what that? That's yeah, it's gonna be on your shelf. Yeah, yeah, all the way. But that's me. That was went probably way longer than I wanted to. Sorry, it's fine. No, it's a problem. It, this is you know it's a game of the year, man. We got mm. fucking if we want to spoil, or not spoil, but if we want to fucking praise them and whatever, now it's time to do it. Yeah. Uh, my man, we go back to about number three. Uh, well, it, or no? We're gonna do uh, honorable mentions. Okay, cool. Uh, before we jump into uh, our, our number threes, that's cool. Um, I made a top. So last year I made a top twenty list, and I I cut games out. It was a really deep year. Yeah. I, and I talked about last week. I think this year it's not as deep as far as uh, number wise of, of great of good to great games. Harder with ties. <laughs> but I would say yeah, like the I would say t- this year blew last year's out of the water. As far as the peak, like the top, I the top thirteen games this year for me. This I love them, absolutely yeah. love these games. No, I agree. And I'm pissed that I couldn't. Like an go overall on. love of them. Yeah, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some and some of the games, uh, thirteen, in some years could probably be a top two or three game in any other year. I was looking at I was looking at my yeah. last couple of years when we did these lists, and which I'm is just really like, a really good thing to say. Yeah. And maybe something you expect as you get to a, a generation, but um, still. Which, 
um, yeah, uh, great, great. It, it's in the middle. It's in the end. It's in the beginning of some generations. You know? Yeah, shit is happening right now, and it's very interesting. Yeah, it was um, a great year for games. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump. You, on, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I want to mention one. I made a top 15 list, but I want to mention. I, I I never every year. I, I don't. Um, real quick, I don't put Madden on my list because I can't judge that game. But there's another game on top of that. I could not. I there's no way to place this game. Uh, that Dragon's Cancer. Uh, that Ooh. Dragon Cancer. I mean. Um, it's the mo- most emotional video game experience I've ever had in my entire life. Oh it's my not even God. a game. It just it hits you in a way that I have never experienced in any entertainment ever. Music, movies, wow. video games, whatever. It hit me on a, such a different level. Um, that, That's honesty. Yeah, I, I want to check it out for myself. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I just can't. There, there's no. You can't put a number on it. Yeah, and if I did, it wouldn't be right to me. That's the way I feel about it, and I, I that's why I, I don't want to. It's not my top fifteen, just because, like I said, can't put a number on it. Uh, but I, it's a game that I strongly encourage to you if you have a PC. It's of like some, the exception to these numbers. Yeah, uh, if you if you have a, uh, a laptop PC, whatever, it does. It's not a very powerful game as far as like it's not going to push your uh, computer that hard. Um, yeah. I would just I would recommend checking it out. Um, and just be prepared. Just get, get a get a box of tissues, uh, and uh, maybe, maybe an Xbox One controller, and prepare for um, a, a journey uh, that you're never gonna forget. Um, and yeah, uh, moving on from that. Cool. Man. Um, Telltale's Batman. Uh, I absolutely li- like. I love this game a lot. I, I don't love, but like this game a lot. It's my third favorite Telltale series. Um, behind Walking Dead and uh, Tales of the Borderlands, um, liked it a lot. Like the different uh, twists it did. I talked about last week on uh, on the Batman story. Uh, tell a story that, as far as you know, from I'm not a comic book reader or anything, but from what I know with comics and the you, movies, you have you have some knowledge. Though. Yeah, uh, but going off of like the movies and the comics that I know, it tells a story that's never been told before, as as far as I know. Yeah. Um, and but what knocks it so far down is just that the bugs and the crashes and the frame rates ruin the experience of this game uh, that make it almost unplayable and that's why it fell so far if it wasn't for that it might have a stronger case of being in the top 10 uh, yeah I get that um, number 14 uh, for me is Oxenfree uh, mm. 2D Strider School. Another one. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I think Skybound worked on this, and a lot of wa- people worked on the original Walking Dead game uh, for Telltale. Uh, Skybound also works on the Walking Dead games with uh, uh, Telltale. Uh, they made this game. Uh, 2D Strider Scroller, uh, kind of an adventure game. Some of the, kind of the same uh, thing where it's just like uh, you, you play as uh, this, this teenager, and she's with her friends on an island, and there's like a big thing they do every year um they go out there and they just party and just do super shit like kids do uh it just turns into this weird fucking like sci-fi kind of thing and <laughs> i liked it a lot it didn't have a cookie cutter uh kind of like sort like you make decisions you make you pick like, the dialogue but it wasn't cookie cutter where it's just like this is a good thing to do this is the bad thing to do this is the, the middle ground thing some shit you do just sucked. You were gonna make a bad decision, or you didn't have. A, there was it wasn't always a good option. Um, yeah. So moving on to number thirteen. Uh, my number. 
uh, 13 is Overwatch. Um, I like this game a lot. This game was for a long time in my top four or five uh, games of the year. Uh, I played this game for almost three months. I, I picked it up late May and I was playing it basically until early August, early to mid-August and pretty much what did it was that No Man's Sky came out and the people, I mean, there was literally, I could I, I was playing this game two, three nights a week uh, with friends um, and I play it every, now, every so often by myself actually, was still, still to play it. Um, but, they went, but when No Man's Sky came out, pretty much that group of people disassembled and never came back. Um, a couple came back, but uh, by then it was just my interest level at that point was gone into other games. Um, but it's just a, a really great ensemble of characters. Um, just I thought every character in that game you could play as in that multiplayer game was just great. They no, there was like there wasn't a bad one in the bunch. Like there was a certain character I didn't like because that's not my style of playing the game, but they all had their strengths um, that made that made those characters uh, they weren't a waste. Um, and it was fun. Uh, the only downside was though is just when you got your ass handed to when you're getting your ass handed to you, and made uh, um, the games drag on sometimes because some of the games would not go your way and they would not go your way very early. So it was just 15, 20 minutes of you waiting for the game to end. Um, number twelve uh, for me, uh, Quantum Break. Uh, I thought it was a very unique way to tell a story in a video game with the kind of live action TV show stuff and then you picking like you make it like the decisions you make in the game is, is what, what the bat with the the main boss the main bad guy to do what, what he would do and that was kind of a different way of doing things but I liked that. I actually thought it was kind of cool um, I thought some of the TV stuff I actually liked the TV stuff it wasn't I, I could see why people didn't like it. if somebody if you didn't like it I can understand it um, it wasn't like the best acting in the world it was kind of cheesy and corny lower budget kind of stuff but um you feel like it fits the context of the game? Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely built the game around it, um, but I thought the, the, some of the powers and the gameplay of that stuff was pretty fun. I, uh, I, I actually enjoy watching you play the game. Yeah, uh, it was it was good. Uh, it just, you know, it, it, it feels like kind of like a rough draft, and I uh, there's there's a lot of potential I see in there, and I think that's why it's a little higher on my list, is that uh, I think if I don't think there will be a Quantum Break 2. I, I hope there is. Because I feel like if they build upon what they did with this game, um, it could potentially be really good. Kind of like a uh, Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, or Watch Dogs 1, 1 and 2. Speaking of Watch Dogs, that is my number 11 uh, on this list for the oh, year. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah. Um, I know it's hard. Yeah. It was tough because I, I liked it. It's probably my favorite uh, collection of characters in one game. Uh, I thought the whole team worked really well together. Uh, I forgot his name, but the guy with like the weird emoji with a weird mask with his like the, the weird emoji stuff. Oh, I know who you're talking uh, about. He I don't was, know his name, but I know. Yeah, like, going into the game, he was easy to bash, and he's like, "Ah, oh, that looks stupid." But I thought he was really cool. And he's probably my favorite character of the game. And then, like I talked about while well, we were talking about the game uh, back last month, that I thought uh, like some of his conversations were the best in the game. As like as like a nerd in nerd culture, like. Arguing about Star Wars and Predator versus Alien, <laughs> and talking about like X Men and all that shit, it was just funny. That makes you want to check the game out, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel like the, the little the, the the little moments of that game is what makes that that game better. The than, little quiet parts. Yeah, that stuff makes it, it sticks out more than I, I think. Some of like the um, 
the open world stuff is fun. I'm not a big open world fan, but I thought as an open world game, I it was you really give good. you give them chances though. You really yeah. do. Yeah, because I noticed that about you. Like, you, I know you don't like a huge fan, but you give them chances more than most people do. Yeah, and which I think is cool. What sucks though is like a maybe lot it of sucks for you going open world. <laughs> uh, you know, so I don't know. If, and I'm not, the, you know, like I said, I'm not the biggest open world fan, but yeah, like I give them chances because a lot of games, a lot of the big games, go open world. And... If they go outside of that genre they're thrown into, I think it's amazing. Yeah, but I can see like where some games are. Like, uh, <clears throat> sorry, real quick. What's the game that launched like PS4 almost? Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. I love that game. The things I did, like I didn't love about it was the open world stuff. Yeah, like like just like the stupid tropes were like, oh you're this area, collect all these things. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun because of weird powers. Yeah, but uh, not to take away from what you said, but yeah. like it remind me of that. Yeah, actually, yeah. like uh, just kind of things that you maybe don't like about open world stuff. I get that. All the way, yeah, I totally do. <laughs> yeah, I see. I felt the same way with it too. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And this open world for the sake of being open world. Yeah, they're like we're we're, we're going to fill this with <laughs> with bullcrap. We don't actually. Yeah, and I, but the, the thing about and this, sometimes that bullcrap can be fun. But sometimes it, it just, feels tacked on. Yeah, it's like exactly. it's open world games. Exactly. So got to do some side shit. Yep. And, and this game, I didn't feel like that. Watch Dogs Two, I didn't feel like that was the case. Where I felt like some of the side missions were like. Bigger uh, or just as big, <laughs> if not bigger than them. Some of the main quests were like, there's a lot of cool side quests. That's a complaint too, man. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was kidding. But there's some cool shit. That, I can see that though. Uh, that I feel like if you, like if you <laughs> man, if you don't play these, you're gonna miss some really cool content. Yeah. Like some of the best stuff was a, some of the, was a like side some stuff. Cool shit from 2016. Yeah. You gotta check it out here. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I do want to check that game out. It's cool. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, I think some of the gadgets they had, like the drone and the RC car, were awesome. I <laughs> use the RC car almost every mission. I beat some missions, but just using the RC car. That's um, awesome. And some of the I beat like a mission or two just using the the uh, the droid. Um, so or not droid. the the drone. That's drone. Uh, so <laughs> I thought that stuff was. I, I thought it was a great game. I like the character. The new character you play is the. F- I liked how it just it didn't take it. It didn't take shit so seriously, and I, I liked the first Watch Dogs. I thought there was a lot of potential with it, and I thought what they did with Watch Dogs Two was the perfect way to go with the series. And I hope really they do that. I, hope, I like that. I hope that's this new style to go with. And did it disrespect the first one or no? No, I I, they, I don't think they did anything. I mean, I Good. think if you because they, there are certain things I love about the first one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You know that. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Like yeah, uh, but I, I think that uh, go you probably, away like, from, you probably love the same things actually. Yeah, I, I think we're in the same boat as far as Watch yeah. goes. Um, but I think moving away from Aiden Pierce was a good idea, uh, and just the whole world of San Francisco. And I said the, the 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 humor of the game hit me in a way that no other like you know like, <laughs> it hit me perfectly as far as like some of that's kind of like. Know some of the internet jokes nowadays. Yeah, just like being a millennial. But it's um, like that's it literally perfect. part of the whole. It's there whether you like like it or not. Yeah, and kind of thing. I just thought it was uh, perfect from that aspect. But that th- cool. those are my honorable mentions. Uh, cool. Yeah, Gables. Do you have any honorable mentions? Not in the traditional sense, because I uh, <laughs> didn't play so much of the games at least in 2016. I'm going to switch it from actually from 
honorable mentions to games, to more or less a game system, more or less. And my honorable mention would be the PlayStation Vita for the entirety of the summer of 2016. Oh, yeah. I know. When I pretty much could not, like, uh, pay for, like, any type of PlayStation Plus stuff. It really opened my eyes to try to invest more or less inside what games were available for the library, considering that before then, a lot of the stuff I had access to was just basically free games that I had gotten from PlayStation Plus that I had hardly played, but once I got a hankering to play the Vita, I had next to nothing to play. So that led me going down a rabbit hole, which I'm still kind of just now kind of getting myself a little bit out of, but maybe <laughs> not entirely. It's like a good rabbit where, hole. You know, it's a good rabbit hole because I discovered so many great game experiences from beating games like Uncharted Golden Abyss, Gravity Rush, Tearaway, like uh, Muramasa Rebirth, Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3, I mean, even like games like Persona 4, like uh, Dancing All Night, like all these random like uh, PlayStation Vita games which uh, I probably wouldn't have even thought about going through, but a lot of the majority of stuff I can attribute to being some of my most one of my more favorite type of gameplay stuff this year because cool. it was just so fun just going through a library of games uh-huh. which I had next to no type of knowledge of and then you you really not have to only, appreciate them. Yes. Very much so. I was sort of kind of uh, waiting for uh Pokemon Sun and Moon and stuff mm-hmm. to come out. And after I played through and finished uh, Fire Emblem Fates, I wanted to try to play something different and yeah, went forth, started playing stuff in the Vita, and, well, I'm still satisfied with it. I mean, hell. It, I don't do this. It's a often, great system. It is. I will never deny it of that. I just can't believe I just beat, like, eight to about, like, ten... Vita games in a row. Yeah, you know, that was just crazy. It's a great shit. system, and it's 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 a. Uh, there's so many games that you're able to play on that thing. Oh yeah, it's I'm like, actually thinking. I'm actually quite thinking about maybe awesome, like. Actually. I'm still thinking about whether I should like uh, purchase Shovel Knife or like the Vita, and then like have that available and just play through it that way. Have you? Because have you played it yeah. another way? I feel like you have. I have Shovel Knife for the Wii U, but here's the awesome. thing, though. I love. I love playing through indie games on this device because there uh-huh. isn't as many indie game stuff available on the 3DS yeah. as in as there are like on the Vita because the whole cross-buy thing with PS4. Yep. It's got a beautiful screen. Yeah, the OLED screen yes. I love a lot. Yes, me too. I wish I so still yeah, had that... mine, to be honest. I wish yeah. I would have got rid of it. Well, you can still find it for dirt cheap, pretty much, yeah. if you really wanted to get back into it. I want one of the it. old ones. <laughs> Like you have. There's no point. Yeah. Danganronpa is going to be on. Danganronpa 1 and 2 are going to be on the PS4 in March. So. <laughs> That's such a great game, though. Those two games are so good. But yeah, those, those are my roundabout honorable mentions. Very cool. <laughs> I respect that, man. Hmm. Um, oh, my turn? Yes. <laughs> yeah. My uh, honorable mentions. Meet Virginia. She's good enough to me. No, it's not in the song. Uh, is Virginia really Virginia. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Okay. I, oh man. Like, if this game, this is one of those games like where I wish it, I told you guys earlier, I think. It's like, oh dude, if this game would have been like an episodic thing, 
in each in each episode like meant like just a little bit, it would have been so good. Yeah. Like I feel like it's like we gotta cram it all into this game. Everything. Like, Forty five minutes. In like the last half hour, I was like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like they just kind of ruined themselves, which sucks. But even with that, I really, 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 I really love this game. Like I. I see the potential. That's all. <laughs> I hope, I hope it. The people who made that continue on, and or, I hope somebody else sees what awesome things they did with the video game for a moment. Yeah. And uh, can actually make that a reality. The thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, jumping real quick. I, yeah. I agree. Go that on. I I didn't love the game. It didn't. Make, yeah. It's not on my list. It's on my moral mentions, but. I thought it was a as far as uh, a developer goes, a good first impression. So the next game they yeah. release, it's definitely gonna have. Um, when you tell me the makers of Virginia, they're definitely gonna have my attention right off the bat. Because they, I it agree, was a, it was a good first impression. I think. Yeah, and, and a good example, uh, at least to me, the two, first two thirds. Yeah. Of what? Yeah. What you can accomplish differently in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, through storytelling and weird things happening. Like, god damn it. That was amazing. Then you ruined it all. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean. Number four. Abzu. Okay. 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 <laughs> I really, really, I told you guys. I told you guys this before. And I really love this game. Uh, this game is... What did I compare it to before? It's like my version of... Oh, Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't mean that, like, because I, like, I love the ocean so much. I just feel like it was, like, uh, a more relatable version, I guess, because I do love the... I don't know. I do love the ocean. I love, like, the, all the animals. Like, I, I love... I love the sharks and the whales and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it captured that to me so beautifully like if I would tell you there's like oh there's something mind mind breaking there's something crazy new here I'd be lying but I feel like the way that they portrayed like their own weird 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 story kind of like inside or like uh oh uh, fuck like severed yeah <clears throat> Even even more obscure than those, those seem even more like uh, intentional. Like I really, 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 really love these things because like I felt like uh, from the beginning to the end, it it showed you what it, like it meant to be. You're in love with the ocean, then you're kind of scared of it because you realize what the ocean is. Yeah. it is creepy. There's like a great white shark here. There's like this thing. Like I literally, I literally felt like a, a pit in my stomach when I went over a ledge in that game. Hmm. Like it actually did that to me, and I beat the game. Then I felt this crazy, not to me too spoileristic here, but this crazy uh, technological versus natural versus like in the end your understanding. And your heart towards things like uh, morally, yeah, and like it's it's not a perfect game, but I think I had to put it on here because it actually it was like man, 
another one of those games where I was like not so much into until I played this game. And it, it, it surprised me. Onto the theme of the year surprises. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number four. My number three. <laughs> I have the numbers all fucked up right now. Uh, Kirby Planet Robobot. This game's fantastic. Uh, like last week, I think I talked about how I compared Titanfall 2 to this game. It's like, uh, dudes, man, the way this game is. I love 3D or Triple Deluxe. I fucking love that game. Oh shit. I love Triple Deluxe. And, uh, like, this game is that, but, like, even better. Even better looking. I know, like, not everyone uses 3D on the 3DS, but the, this game, please use 3DS. I love 3DS. <laughs> I love the 3D in 3DS. Yeah. Especially with a new 3DS, like, it, yeah, it works way better. But, like, it's like, it totally took advantage of that. And it also, like, made every, you like, thing that you normally suck in, like, oh, you have a sword, you have, like, weird little gun thing, you have a boomerang thing. It took that, like, to a whole nother level. It's like, you're this giant fucking robot thing inside there, like, you're kind of smiling the whole time. And, like, you're just, like, buzzsawing and shooting bricks through all kinds of stuff. Like, like it used itself so well, like, in the game, like, it, it didn't feel forced. I love this game. Uh, Planet Robobot's better than Triple Deluxe, but it's still a good really Triple Deluxe is a really good game. It's more, more, it's more, uh, it's more classic. Triple Deluxe is. Uh, Planet Robot's like a different step. Number two, Star Fox Zero. Wow, this was really hard not to have on my number ten. To be honest with you. Um, this game, I not because it gets a lot of shit I'm putting on here, because I really feel like this game was actually very, very good to very like decent. When you actually learned the new controls and it tried to introduce you to something new, like at first, it's like holy shit. This is me giving it the benefit of the doubt, you know. But, like, after I learned the controls, but you, it's one of those games where you, you do have to put something into it, no doubt. But once I did put that into it, I felt so incredibly rewarded. It was hard not to have this game on, on my top ten, but I, I had to take it off because there's parts in this game that I don't feel are necessary. There's parts in, in Star Trek Zero where I was like, if you were if if you were just stuck to your like your crazy controls, and not had like this part where like you got this little tiny robot going in here, there's too much different controls going on, makes it very confusing. And, and me, I'm like I'm gonna give I'm gonna try everything I can to try to play this game. It was confusing a little bit to me, so it's like that's that's its failure. Yeah, but mm. beyond that. I don't, I don't discredit this game because it was like, oh, N64, which was like Super Nintendo. I kind of like the whole Groundhog thing. I actually do. Which is like arguable from all sides I totally understand. But I actually do like that aspect. 
like of trying to make the same thing that you think you know different, which I totally think it conquered. But you have, but you have to get past these weird level, these certain levels in the game that that actually kind of break it, which is unfortunate because the end boss is so fucking insane and awesome. When you beat the end boss, it feels like some Star Wars shit going on. <laughs> there's some, and story wise too, there's some father son shit going on that's so fucking weird in Star Fox Zero. I don't, I never heard anyone talk about. Uh, that's just so super cool. That's my number two. Number one, thanks to you, because you... God damn, it's hard not... It was hard not to put this in my top ten, too. Ratchet and Clank. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was... This game is surprising. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. This game felt really good. There's things in it that, like, like Star Fox Zero, but nowhere near, near to the extent... I felt like, oh, you learned this new thing, but it's like the way you use it's kind of stupid. Like I'm gonna walk up this thing. That was me pointing out the flaws of. <laughs> like that's one tiny thing. It was in a couple levels. Like the anti gravity like boots. But like besides that, this game was fucking awesome. It it totally reminded me of Toy Story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in, wow. a really, in a really good way. <laughs> yeah. Like this game's like, oh dude, like oh. Man, once I got the pixelator, and and, and the the bosses the bosses in this game are no joke. Yeah, they are no joke. I will stick up for those bosses. Not all of them were greatly designed. Yeah, but they were like, holy fuck, these are fucking sweet. When I beat them, I was like, damn, <laughs> I feel good. Do, 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 do. I yeah, wish the credits were better, yeah. you know. But like, <laughs> but seriously. Ratchet and Clank is totally worth it. Check this game out. Yeah. That's my number one for honorable mentions. Nice. Honorable mentions, sorry. That's very cool. We're down to the top three? Yeah, we're down to the top three. Sorry I went like super long That's there. Right. I think I went longer than you. So it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> so, my number three. And that seems like a good place to stop. Sorry to leave you on a cliffhanger there, but uh, if you guys want to know what happens... With the rest of our list, just check out in a few days when uh, we'll reveal 3, 2, and 1. Uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, sorry, once again, leaving a cliffhanger. Uh, but, you know, we're going to wait a couple more days to find out the rest of our list. And then a few days after that, we're going to be back with a normal show talking about the Nintendo Switch reveal. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, but once again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.